Lewis brilliantly, Gunston, Burgoyne to put them in front. He doesn't miss, he's kicked three. Hawthorne back in front. Boundary throw in, Hale, body to body with Sandlin. It's a remarkable athlete, knocked it to the wrong man, Bruce. Bruce goes through and kicks a goal. Still with Rioli, real chance, Hawthorne are in now. Rioli pinpoint, kick the full forward, Burgoyne with Mackey. What a big play, Burgoyne gets it back, Gunston's got four, and they're coming now. Hey folks, welcome to Hawthorne Obsession, I'm Marcus. I'm Michael. And uh, folks, uh, it's great to be back with Hawthorne Obsession in 2021. And uh, we've had a, a few sort of slim weeks the last few weeks. We've had some difficulties uh, trying to score a win, but uh, there's always been plenty of effort. And today, the effort finally paid off. But my goodness, it's uh, it's a bit tricky when you're down by over 30 points during the third quarter to sort of see light at the end of the tunnel. But Michael, they won, which is a beautiful thing. Yeah, really good win. Uh, I just want to point out, this is our first show for the year other than the pre-season shows we did. Uh, we weren't just waiting for a win till we did a show. Uh, it does kind of <laughs> seem that way. But no, we, we just couldn't meet up. Well, we couldn't align our time, uh, our schedules, I guess. Um, but yeah, no, we finally get to do a show, which is good. And yeah, thankfully, it comes after a win, which is really welcome because at four losses in a row, it was uh, looking a bit grim. So I'm glad we finally got a win. And Michael, it's lovely to see it on the back of some fantastic performances by our young kids, and that's what we really want. This this year is all about the young kids, and uh, Kaczynski was terrific. Um, CJ did some great stuff off the back line. There was just a lot of excitement. Lewis played his role as well too at odd times. There was just some things to sort of think. Well, yep, it's all going well. Yeah, uh, that really is true. I think most of the excitement that's going to come from Hawthorne this season will be through the younger guys that emerge. So, you know, last year, Will Day emerged out of, out of seemingly nowhere and became a, a, you know, a future star. I think this season, at t- 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 uh, before today, I would have said that uh, Jeff was probably the only one that, that had really looked like a like he could be a long term player, but I think today you could put Kaczynski next to him as well. He, he kicked five goals, which is not that shouldn't be underestimated considering it was only his fifth game. A five goal five goal haul was actually pretty impressive. Yeah, and um, yeah, I don't even think like I'm thinking of Buddy and Roughhead and and how long it took them to kick a bag of goals like that. And I think it took um, I know it took a lot longer with Roughhead. I think Buddy managed a six-goal haul in his second season, if I, if I remember it correctly. Yeah. So, yeah, and it was in Tassie as well. Gosh, my memory's pretty good with footy. <laughs> uh, not much else, but with footy I can remember dorky things like that. But, yeah, so look, a really, really uh, promising sign from Kaczynski that he was able to, to kick a bag like that. And Jeff, again, for the – it seems like he's now a consistent performer. It's – it's funny because Jeff, I think last season we were still, even going into this year, we were we were still on the fence on, with him. I, I think we mentioned in our last show, which was prior to the start of the season, that uh, I don't even think we were sure he would start round one and that he had a bit of X factor, but he, geez, he makes a lot of mistakes too. Like, is he going to be a player or not? I don't know. It seems like he's a long way away. But geez, he, he's just improved a lot in a very short space of time. And he is absolutely not only our best 22, but he seems to be quickly becoming one of our better players, 
which is pretty phenomenal considering that he's played not even 20 games yet. He is so exciting to watch. And, uh, I mean, you need those players in your team. If we're thinking about it, this is all about getting getting ourselves a premiership team. And he's a kid who would definitely be in our premiership team at this stage. There's something about the way he goes about his business. That run down the, the line, you know, on, on the wing today, it's a pass to, it was a Kaziski pass to in the end who, kicked, who took the mark. It was just terrific stuff, just like the unpredictability of it. And, uh, and and some of those moves he did on the back line, sort of the side steps, and I mean the players don't know what he's doing. I think the Hawthorne players aren't exactly sure where he's going where it's going to go. But but he is a beautiful kick, though, Michael. When he kick when he does a pass, he really knows what he's doing. So he's really exciting, and I'm really I'm so excited for the boy. I forgot because he's only played five games. Of course, that's hardly it. Yeah. In some, I mean, how old is he? 19, 20? He's twenty. Twenty. Like he's nothing. How old? And look, we've got they are kids who are just learning the craft still. And it's it's exciting they're coming on so quickly. I'm I mean, I'd like to think that those guys are going to be part of our new premiership team. But uh certainly at the moment they're giving us all the signs to sort of think that way. I'm loving it, Michael. Um, how about any other players, any of the young players caught your eye today? Look, I'm sure there were too many others that were young that played particularly well. Uh, I thought Scrimshaw was okay. Again, I'm sort of waiting for him to kind of take that next step. But, I mean, he was serviceable again today. I think a lot of our other main performers were some of the guys that we're a little bit more accustomed to. I thought I thought Jager O'Meara was arguably our best player today, and he's having a really good season, definitely his best season as a Hawthorne player. And I think he would be leading our best and fairest at the moment. Yeah. Um, so it's really good to see him delivering on the massive investment that we put into him back at the trade period in, in 2016. So, yeah, look, uh, he, he was fantastic. Uh, I also thought I, it's kind of hard to think of um, individuals, actually, beyond those, beyond uh, the Kaczynski and O'Meara. I, I, thought, yeah. I think McAvoy had a serviceable game. Yep. Um, he took a lot of really important contested marks. So, yeah, he was another one that, that really bobbed up and I thought stood out. Um, beyond that, I mean, look, Tom Mitchell was good again. And uh, I, I should mention Tim O'Brien, who has been really frustrating in the first, at least the first five games of the season, was really good today. Um, I'm not going to say he was a star or anything, but uh, he did take some very important marks, mostly in defence. Yeah. Um, as he switched to, I think in the second half it was that they switched him into defence. And he had 18 touches, which is... I don't know if that's a career high, but it'd have to be close for him because he's usually getting under t- under 10. So, yeah, a, a really good game from Tim O'Brien. Well, look, you know, we've talked about him a lot, Michael, um, off air about, you know, what's the value he plays in Hawthorne. And uh, he's <laughs> that, that mark he took, you know, the one that he got a free kick, it was like a minute and a half to go and it was a crucial bit of play. He would have known that big bloke was charging at him, but he still took the mark. And it was a mark, and it was punched out of his hands, right? That was that was like pretty good stuff, you know. I mean, he does bring some interesting stuff to our footy team. And, I mean, is there any chance Timmy O'Brien could end up playing in the back line? Oh, I think based on today, we would expect him to start there next week. Yeah. Yeah, this has been tried before. If anyone remembers, it was uh, 2017. He played in defence uh, for quite a while. Um, and, look, he did okay back there. 
I don't know how long. I'm, I'm not sure he's going to play like that every week. I don't think no. he's a. I'm not sure that you know, he's a natural defender. He's a solution back there, and I wouldn't say that. But I, yeah, look, I think he's definitely well based on this year's form at least. He's a better defender than he is a forward. So uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I think I think he'll play. I think he will play defence next week. Whether or not it works out for him continuing yeah. on, I'm, I'm not sure. But yeah, expect him to play there next week. I think. Yeah, gosh, it, it surprises me. Look, look, he's, he's he did well today for sure. I grant that. I grant you that. Um, I've uh, what about Lewis? How do you how do you see his game in the forward line? He you know he did a couple of nice goals and did a few nice things. He um he's he's trying to he's calling for the ball. I just I guess I just wish he'd lead a bit more. So I mean, good forwards. I think of um, I think of Justin Rewald. He always leads all the time. He's leading, giving players options. He, he tends to want players to kick the ball to him, which is not always the the money shot because you know it's easy for the backman to actually punch that away. What do you reckon? Yeah, oh, I think that's probably right. Whereas I saw Kaczynski leading up the ground a fair bit more. Yes, but, um, Mitch Lewis. Look, uh, fourteen points, five marks, two goals. That's a pretty serviceable day. It's from good. Forward, well. so. He did well. I yeah, think he played he well. Be, I want him um, to be better, Michael. <laughs> Yeah, so do I. Well, he and Scrimshaw are two guys that have been in the system for a little while now, and they've shown things, they've shown signs, shown that they can be good players. But, yeah, I just want to see it a bit more consistently, and I want to see him improve his game. So, But, yeah, look, our first game back after suspension was a pretty good one, so hopefully he can build on that. Yep, I love you mentioned Scrimshaw. I loved his goal he kicked as well too in the – in the uh, was it the third quarter or the last quarter? Last quarter might have been actually. Beautiful goal, but I, beautiful goal coming I up half back. Beautiful, just launched it, and what do you know, straight through. He's a beautiful kick, and uh, yeah, like look, we want him to. I think he, he's he's a good player. I see him in in our best best team, and uh, I see him as potentially one of those players who would be in our in our premiership team going forward. But um, but I think yeah, I just sometimes just want a bit more from him, but. I mean, I guess we're sort of looking for the day when we've got Sicily back in the team, which by all accounts won't be till next year now. I heard a report about that today, which is disappointing, but, you know, that's okay. Nick, get back, have him, have him back in the team next year. But, uh, yeah, look, he's he's a very good player when he's up and about. He is. Uh, I also thought Blake Hardwick was pretty good today. Yeah, he was good. Um, he's usually, yeah, he's usually pretty consistent. Sam Frost was really good at, at times. Yeah. You know, he won some really critical one-on-one contests. There was one in the last quarter against oh. Taylor Walker, who's probably oh. the form forward of the competition. And, um, and yeah, just won a crucial one-on-one battle there. So, that yeah, he's a good key defender, Sam Frost, and I, I'm, I'm glad we recruited him. Yeah, so am I. He, he gives a red-out go every single time. Sometimes I wish he'd sort of slow down a bit and – Instead of flicking that handball off as soon as he marks, wish he'd just have a bit of a think about it. But that's not his way, is it, Michael? <laughs> it's roll the rods. No, roll he's always. There we go here. Ugh. But anyway. Yeah, he... you got to kind of accept more... that with Sam Frost. <laughs> Me too. But more often than not, it works out okay. But, you know, one thing I was, um, it, it's, we, we, we were frustrated last week about it. We have been this whole season. Is they, they get the ball on the back line or wherever they get the ball, they just want to straight away shoot off a handball. More often than not, and I mean, you know, it's. I guess that's the style of play that they've decided they're going to play. Now, the quick move, move, move the ball quickly, 
But um, sometimes some of the decision making is just sort of jeepers creepers. It's ridiculous. They end up getting themselves in a bind and get around and around in circles. But look, you know, they're trying things. When it does work, Michael, it's fantastic. It's spectacular. They cut through teams and uh, and create so many options. So it was, I mean, um, I guess if they try it off enough, something's going to happen. But tell you what, they are one of the most uh, adventurous teams in the AFL. If people just look closely at what they're doing at the moment in terms of the way they play, they're taking risks all the time. But they're also, uh, they are the most tenacious. They never seem to give up, Michael. 100%. All yeah. Well, yeah. Well, when they, in round one, they came back from 40-odd points down to, to beat Essendon oh. uh, against Geelong. They were, I can't remember how far down they were, but they were trailing by a fair margin to end up losing by just under a goal. And then today, 30 points down at one stage and or 32 points down and then came back and won. So, you know, they definitely don't give up, which is really good to see. And there is an enthusiasm about the way they're playing. Yeah. You know, as, as poor as some of their performances have been in terms of skill level, they've, um, you know, in every game they've played, you can see that the intent is really there. So, and, and the effort's there. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm, I think most Hawthorne supporters would you know any Hawthorne supporters that had realistic expectations coming into the season would be fairly happy with the output of the team so far. You know, to be two and four, that's not so bad at this point in the season considering our draw. And uh, and yeah, as I said, Kaczynski and Jeff are the two young guys that have really shown a lot. So really good to see that. Yeah, you know, um, you know, I was uh, Cousins isn't a player who. Um... He's an interesting player, and he's in and out of the team, really. But I actually like him in the team. Do you notice he always seems to find himself where the ball is? He's like that sort of. Often he's where the ball, that sort of extra handball's needed. He seems seems to be in that spot. He seems to follow the play really well, and I um, I I like him in the team, Michael. What are your What's your opinion on Cousins? Yeah, I like James Cousins. I thought his uh, second half to last season was really good, and I was surprised when he didn't start in round one. To be honest. Yeah. Um, so it was good to see him finally get into the side. I think he did enough to keep his spot. So he should yeah. be in the team next week. And hopefully he's in the team moving forward because yeah. our midfield really lacks depth. And he's someone who, as you say, he does get a lot of the footy. He can accumulate the ball. And and that makes a play, uh, player valuable. So, um, yeah, I, I think they should keep playing him. I like James Cousins. Yeah, now, Michael, Shawnee Burgoyne looks like he's uh, just looking at Clarkson said after the, at the press conference, looks like Shawnee Burgoyne won't be playing next week because of the six-day turnaround against the Saints next week. So uh, who comes in? Who comes in, do you think? Yeah, um, look, I think it could we could potentially see Daniel Howe come back into the side if fit. Uh, I think he only just missed yeah. the game today, so... That's someone who could who could come in. I mean, the other one, uh, is, of course, could be Finn McGuinness, who was the medical sub this yeah. week. So, you know, McGuinness might start next week um, instead. So there's that as well. I, I think it would be one of those two would be my bet. Um, yeah. I can't really see anyone else. Um, I can't see anyone else really breaking into the team, particularly in that position, like playing midfield or halfback and, I don't think there's any anyone at Box Hill who's particularly impressed in that particular area. But, um, yeah, I'd say one of those two. Well, what are your thoughts? Well, I'm just a couple of things. I'm just wondering about, um, firstly, Daniel Howe. Look, he's not a bad player, but in some ways I was pleased that he wasn't in the team this week and I was pleased that uh, 
Cousins was in in his place. Um, the other thing is I'm um, I don't know how can I only give you so much? Is he does he's a serviceable player, but Cousins gives us a bit more. I feel. Um, who's the other player I'm thinking about? What about Jekka? Do you think he's a chance? I mean, he's kicked five goals today, wasn't it? So he's he's always hitting the scoreboard, and it's a pretty regular thing for that young bloke. I don't know. I haven't seen him play. Have you seen any of the the box hill games at all? I have. Oh, the only the only game I saw was I saw the first half of our game against Casey last week, which was a pretty miserable game. I think we lost by about fifty points. Oh. So, but uh, and I don't think I saw Jekka do much in that game, although he did kick three goals for the match. Uh, yeah, look, yesterday he had uh, for. For Box Hill, he kicked five goals, two, had 20 possessions and took nine marks. So that's a really strong game. And, yeah, you know, yeah, he kicked three goals last week in a side that got completely smashed. And he he kicked bags of five and six in the reserves game. So, yeah, he's he's really playing very well in in the VFL. So normally I'd say, yeah, he probably would be a chance to come in. But I I just think on the back of Kaczynski and Lewis playing so well, I just don't think they're going to find a spot for him this, at least next week. But yeah, if he keeps playing that way, I mean, surely he has to come in at some point. Yeah, yeah, good one. Um, yeah, there was someone else I was thinking about, Michael, that uh, might Near find Reeves. Reeves, yeah, Reeves. Where's where's he gone? I mean, that kid finished the year. Like I thought to myself, this kid, he always plays well. He's a beautiful kick. He always makes that. Oh, hang on. Just, just before you go, you're thinking of Damon Greaves. I yes, Greaves. Reeves. But oh, go, on Reeves. About, go, on, go on about Greaves. Greek, go on I, about Greaves. That's fine. Greaves. I, I've, I've got a, we both, you and I both have got a high opinion of that kid. A lot of Hawthorne supporters do. And I just think that uh, just he seems to be lost in the moss a bit, in the mist a bit. I think, yeah, I'd like to see him in the team because he does, I don't know where you put him now because, but still, I, he's one I think we should, not lose sight of. That kid gave us a lot at the end of last year. You're talking about Reeves as well too. That bloke. Well, just on he can't on Greaves, away. Um, on Damon Greaves. Uh, yes, he's um, he was very good towards the end of last year. I think, fortunately for him, he just plays a position that we happen to have a lot of players in. That are, All of our best players seem to be half-back, um, back-pocket sort of. So, like, EP, um, yeah. Scrimshaw, Jab. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, like we've got a lot of players that play that position quite well. Um, and particularly with Brian going back, it just seems like Greaves doesn't really have a spot at the moment. And don't forget as well, Will Day's not playing. So, that <laughs> I mean, the likelihood of Greaves getting a game once Day's in seems to be even less. So, Oh. He might just need a bit. He might just need someone to get injured or something. It just seems to be too far back in the pecking order. I guess but, it's, um, Ned, it's, yeah, it's, go it's good. It's good. It's good to know we've got these players hanging around who can come in like that. That's good. You know, we're not like stuck with what we've got. We've got some spares, spares hanging around who are actually are good players. Well, it's good to have depth. Yeah, and I think our defense is probably where we. That's definitely our strongest area of the field at the moment. Yeah. So. That's good to know. Um, the other thing, uh, Ned, Ned Reeves, the ruckman, um, has been playing. He seems to have, I mean, look, now I'd be lying if I said I watched him play every week, but just based on his numbers, he seems to have really improved in the last couple of years. I, I remember when he started, he was getting the ball probably less than five times a game. And, and you know, whilst he's always been pretty dominant in hitouts, probably a lot due to his height, um, he seems to, yeah, be getting a lot more of the ball and, and starting to kick goals and take marks as well. So, I have to think he's not 
too far away from being able to debut. But it is interesting that despite Segler being out of the side, they've still kept Reeves at Box Hill. But on the weekend or yesterday at the time of recording, um, against uh, the Northern Bull Ants, uh, he, had, he kicked a goal, had 16 touches, two marks and 54 hit-outs. Absolutely dominated Whoa. the hit-outs. So, Good. yeah, and look, he's a... He's a 211-centimetre ruckman, which makes him the equal tallest player in the AFL alongside Mason Cox. So, yeah, he's um, – I mean, if you think about Mason Cox and just how much he dwarfs other players in, in size, I mean, Ned Reeves is the same height. So, you know, I, I think that's, that, that's got to be a real weapon. If you've got a player with skills who can, who can take marks and kick goals, um, I, I think – you know, surely that that's got to be a real asset. So I, I look if his form continues at Box Hill, like, he'd have to get a game at some point. But I think at the moment, and maybe based on the last couple of weeks, that they might be happy to just keep playing O'Brien as a chop out second ruckman. Yeah, look, that's that's a, that's very exciting about Ned Reeves. I I think um yeah I it, I'm sure he'll get a go this year. But that's like he's like looking really good for next year, Michael, isn't he <laughs> in our team? Yeah, God. I mean, just just keep the kid learning his craft, and obviously um, having these uh, these moments that he's having are quite sensational. Fifty something hitouts. That's amazing, Michael. I'm uh, I'm excited with that. We have got some. There's things going on at the Hawks which others would know about. Only Hawthorne supporters and the obsessed ones like us will keep an eye on. So I'm excited about that, Michael Finn McGuinness. Can we talk about him for a second? There was a whole, yes. lot of, a whole lot of expectation around him last year. And then he played, I think he played the last game of the season or it was against Adelaide. And he he sort of went okay, sort of struggled a bit. It wasn't a great entree for him. And then he played again today as the medical sub. He came on, he got caught a couple of times and um, managed to flick a handball out one time, which was good. But he's he, he seems to find himself in the wrong position every time. As soon as he gets his hand on the ball and usually a bit of a hand, hospital handball comes to him, he gets stuck. I, I think the kid hasn't had an opportunity to actually, um, you know, show his Casey stuff yet. Yeah, I'm, I find it a little hard to get excited about Finn McGuinness. I know that there was a lot of hype on him when he was originally drafted, maybe because, you know, he was a father-son and, and he came, you know, he's picked 29 overall, so it's a fairly high draft pick. Um, but, I, yeah, every time he's played, and granted it's only been twice, he's just looked not quite at the level. And um, it's usually with midfielders, you, you don't really give them a lot of time before you expect them to start really pushing for selection. Um, so, you know, he's in his second year. not very. He's only 20, so he's still very young, but... He would want to be improving pretty quickly. I know at Box Hill he's been playing a tagging role. I was really surprised when he was selected, actually, because he only had, according to the stats here, he only had the six disposals for Box Hill last week. Um, But despite such a low tally of disposals, uh, Sam Mitchell wrote a a very nice column, or not column, but he wrote a, a nice paragraph about him in his weekly review of the Box of players and said that he was uh, had a really good game. I, I just a six disposal game. It just it's hard for me to imagine what that would look like if it was a good game. But yeah, playing a tagging role. So I, I guess maybe that's his future. Maybe he's a tagger. Um, probably not what we were thinking we would get when we originally drafted McGuinness. 
No. I think sometimes maybe maybe uh, tagging can be uh, something of a development role um, for a midfielder. They start tagging and and eventually you know work their way up to to winning their own footy. But yeah, I, I don't know. I, look, he he only had three touches today, but he did come on as the medical sub late in the game, so that's not really much to go by. No, no, it's I thought. Bad. Yeah, I thought. Um, look, he was probably okay. Does he keep his spot? I'm not sure. It might depend on how Daniel Howe is. But yeah, he, he might he might keep his spot. But so far, I mean, two games, I don't think either of them have been that good. But it still is he still is very early in his in his career. Yep. Okay. Just uh, just sort of um, it sort of watched the space on that kid. But yeah, and that's not sort of what. Yeah, he's had a bit of an unfortunate run. in my in my view, anyway. Look, Michael, we've got the Saints this week. Uh, yep. They're all over the shops and Kilda. They're not what I expected this year. I thought they'd uh, they finished they finished well last year, and I thought mm, they did, but they're they're sort of having a disappointing year, and let's hope their disappointment can continue next weekend when we strike them. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm actually not that surprised that St Kilda is struggling a bit. I thought uh, last year was a bit of an aberration, to be honest. Um, yeah. Their recruiting has been very exciting because they brought in a lot of mature age players, but I think the majority of the players they brought in have been fairly mediocre. Um, so. Yeah, I don't think their list is really that strong. Having said that, it's probably stronger than ours at the moment. So I, I wouldn't be feeling confident going into that game. But no. yeah, I think it's winnable considering and they're about to play now, actually. We'll see how they go against Port. But um, yeah, I, I, they've been in pretty awful form. So uh, yeah, that's definitely uh, definitely a winnable game. Yeah, I think so too. So let's, I mean, if they play the Hawks, I mean, Hawks end, they've got a certain style of play. They always play full on the whole game. They don't give up ever, right? So they play that against the Saints. You know, they could actually scratch home a win, I reckon. But look, let's hope so. Michael, anything yeah. else to talk about? That's anything No, else? no, at this stage, just waiting for the game next week. Well, yeah, a good win. It was a very good win. Exciting win. We were so, I was so excited when they won. I was thinking, oh my God, we're going to pluck, pluck uh, defeat from victory here. But uh, gosh, it was so fantastic to have that win across the line. Good on the Mighty Hawks. Uh, Michael, uh, Look, folks, we love Hawthorne, and uh, we know you do as well, too. We're the obsessed kinds like you are, and uh, thanks for listening. I'm Marcus. Michael. And uh, we'll catch you guys next week. Have a great week. Go the Mighty Hawks.